with Unstoppable and Unstoppable Women. I have here today a friend of mine, Blaine Little. He's with the Momentum Seminar and is a, a public speaker. And he's got some great things to tell us about things that he does, some events coming up. So Blaine, I'm going to give you the stage and kind of give you yourself an introduction because you can do the best part of that. So go right ahead. Well, just real brief. And, and thank you for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate that. Just real brief. I have traveled the entire country talking about leadership skills, better communication, and teamwork. So it's those dynamic professional developmental skills that everybody needs, especially now that COVID is over. Correct. Because a lot of people are going back to the office, but they left their manners at home. Mm. So that's right. That's <laughs> how, right. To, how to have that interpersonal communication with others, the difference between men and women. And, and yeah, that's just kind of my jam. That's awesome. And that's something that, like you said, I mean, people have kind of sat at home for a while and you don't realize it now that we're out of it again, you kind of forgot what we went into. We were a year or six months at least behind a computer around very seldom people. Some people are saying they have PTSD about getting in crowds again and stuff. And honestly, it's kind of that way as well. Like I can go to a concert or a music venue used to not bother me being around people. And then it's like, oh my goodness, why do I have a little bit of anxiety right now? Because we wasn't used to it for a while. So it's also- well, my wife okay. is that ex exact same way. And, right. and she's like, I just don't want to go anywhere. And, and right. me, I'm so over it. I'm just, <laughs> and I'm normally an introvert. Right. Man, the past few months, I've been very extroverted. So very I extroverted. get out there and that's do right. Something. Well, and that's the thing with people like us, you know, that are called to speak and help others. You know, we we do better being around that crowd and that energy and kind of being face to face with people. So, I mean, Zoom is great. We do our podcast on Zoom, but it's always great to kind of be around those people face to face for sure. Now, yeah. communication, we're going to go into that. You have an event you're going to talk about uh, later on in the podcast, but communication between men and women is something that you kind of zone in on a little bit. Can you kind of tell the viewers about that and kind of what, what you teach on that area a little bit, a little taste of it? Yes, I would love to have a survey to find out how many marriages I've saved through the years. Wow. Um, but <laughs> honestly, there is such a big difference between right. men and women in terms of how we communicate mm -hmm. to each other and one another. And a lot of people don't really pick up on that. They may think it's a difference in personality style, yes. but men do, for the most part, communicate so different from, from women. Mm -hmm. And I, I and I better I better make a caveat here because I don't I'm walking on eggshells. When I say that men tend to do this, I don't mean all men speak this way and never women. So you know, you you really have to kind of figure out the individual personality. But so many men are very utilitarian in our speech, and a woman may have a much longer conversation, a lot more dialogue that goes into details. And if you're asked you know, what kind of sofa do we want to get for the living room? I'll just say recliner. Yeah. I'm good. Very simple <laughs> to the point, right? As long as it reclines, I really don't care what color it is yeah. or, or anything like that. Whereas a woman might want to make sure that everything kind of blends a little bit better. And I don't want to come across sounding sexist, but my wife will be so much more detail oriented than what I am. Right. If you take the communication patterns of a woman, it's kind of like looking at the on and off ramps of, of an interstate system, because 
you're wanting to see what avenues you could go down, where might this conversation go, what are some possible exits, <laughs> and uh, for a man, it looks like a train track from point A to point B. <laughs> oh, exactly. Pretty and sometimes women don't understand that. They're like, I, I have all this detail. You must not care because you're giving me just a smidgen of what I'm what I'm needing, right? Yeah. You're exactly right. Now, did you ever see the movie The Breakup? Yes. Jennifer Aniston and, yeah. and Seth yes. Rogen, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And and if do you remember what the breakup was about? No, not really. Well, no. some people will say it was about who was doing dishes. Uh, and it wasn't about who was doing dishes. It was about the fact that the guy didn't care about doing dishes. Right. Because it's a chore. He's utilitarian. He's like, yeah, I'll get to it eventually. Right. Whereas Jennifer Anderson's character was sort of like, well, if you cared about me, you would want to help me clean up the house, which makes perfect sense. Right. It does. It makes 100% yeah. sense. But do we relate what that means to one another? And many times we don't. And so that is so true. And of course, you know, this goes into the love languages and all that good stuff that you, you obviously represent and love pretty much how your love language is. So I'm an acts of service. So when I love somebody, I give them acts of service. I do nice things for them. And sometimes, you know, you don't get that reciprocated because your partner doesn't know that. It's all about communication. You have to learn to communicate. And I, I totally agree with you, Wayne. I feel like so many people that's such a gap and there's so many relationships that end on misunderstandings, simple misunderstandings that if they had the conversation and they talked about it and they valued each other's opinion and that's the key to value their opinion because what's important to you and your wife, you have to value her, she has to value you and, and understand each other better for sure. So I totally think this is a great thing that you're talking about and so needed in marriages and relationships and even business relationships too. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that's kind of that that sort of brings me to this token toxic communication style can really affect uh, a, a businesswoman absolutely who is wanting to to get a promotion to get that transfer whatever because men are very kind of I guess verbose is is the word about it. you know we just say it if there's something really important we'll say it right. And my wife will kind of drop little hints and cues. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, didn't you get my hint? And I'm like, no, I didn't know there were any hints or cues or clues or anything. I didn't, I didn't know to look. Right. And so it's not that guys are dumb. It's just they are moving towards the obvious. And we don't stop and think. So through the years, I've gotten maybe just a little bit better about asking myself, now, is my wife giving me a hint that I need to take out the trash? I'll just take it out anyway. But so, it's like few years, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that works. Mm -hmm. But in business, and this this is one of the sessions I'm going to be talking about in my upcoming workshop, the conference, is raise your hand. Is it okay to ask? Mm -hmm. And I spoke to a number of women who will confirm with me that a lot of times women are simply afraid to ask. Maybe afraid isn't the word but they, they just don't ask for the promotion, for the raise, for the transfer, for the job offer. Right. And I think the mind, you can, you can, you can confirm this with me or not, or disagree. No, I'm agreeing hundred percent so far. Go but, ahead. <laughs> I think the mentality there is, well, if I'm doing all this work and I'm working late and I'm coming in early and I'm working really hard and I give my a game, don't you recognize that? 
-hmm. Isn't that obvious to you that yes, I, I deserve the promotion. And that may be a thousand percent correct. Right. But Joe says, hey, there's a there's a new uh, a job transfer out to Denver. Hey, you know what? I'd like that. And Joe's not especially bright, but he asked for it. Right. So that kind of puts him on leadership's radar screen. Exactly. And if most corporations, I'd say 85, 90% of them are run predominantly by men, then women have to be cognizant of this. Um, so I, I can only imagine that maybe women may, I, I don't know, why do you think that is, Megan? I, I, I don't want to speak for all women because. No, I, I want to know, it's in my past situations, like I knew my worth, um, <laughs> but I, you just don't know how, you don't want to rock the boat. You feel, okay. it depends on your employer, I guess. Like I'm at yep. a place now with my job where I feel like uh, I could go to them and have an open conversation. You know, yep. I, I feel like that, but it took me building my own backbone, if that takes, if that makes yep. any sense. It yeah. took me reading things like you're talking about. It took me talking to other strong women and, and men that were like, do you see your worth? Um, I think a lot of times women don't, we're so used to just doing it because it's expected, you know, being, and I'm not meaning that as, like you said, as a sexist thing or whatever, like us women, and even men too, we all work hard, but it, like, we, we work a full-time job. We go home, we take care of the kids, you know, we're washing the clothes, we're cleaning the house, we do all that stuff. So it's expected. So we're used to working hard and sometimes I feel like we devalue ourselves. We don't mean to blame, but I feel like we do. And when I, when I talked to you on the phone the other day, it was going to have you on the podcast. I was so excited to hear you talk about that because it's so needed. Women need to hear it. I'm not saying you need to go around with a pitchfork and say, I need to raise this, this, and this, but you do need to make sure you're being paid comparable to what you're worth, what other people around you are. And if you are putting in the extra work and you're not being valued, then maybe that's not the job for you. And yeah. people need to see that. And they need to have the guts to walk away from it when they're not being valued the way they should be. So it's so needed. So I believe that women just don't, they just, they just are so expected and they do it. They just don't feel valued enough their self they don't make it up with their self to ask we need we need to raise the women's awareness that they are valuable enough to get this exactly and and it might not necessarily it's not necessarily a strength versus a weakness it's right. just doing something that is out of your comfort zone because it's not how you communicate and, and right. i this is not politically correct but no. i do believe guys are kind of wired one way and women are wired another way they are they are, they are. that's and, the fact and, and you just have to learn the other person's language. So for me, <clears throat> I think I've gotten a lot better about sort of second guessing what my wife wants or how she feels about something. And when it's time to ask, did you have a bad day? Because let me tell you, if one of my best friends, Chad, came over to my house and he had a bad day, uh -huh. by God, he's going to tell me about it. <laughs> he's going to let me know. I'll tell you what happened. <clears throat> but yeah, for the for the women, I, I think there there may be a fear that it, it, do I look like I am in a weakened position if I ask, right? Or does it look like I'm needy somehow right. if I ask? Well, if there's a promotion at stake and you want it, I guess you kind of do need it. So whomever you know, you, you just get over that. But here's the thing is that, and, and anybody can go do this, you can ask a room full of guys and <clears throat> ask them all, mm -hmm. let's say they're in leadership, 
and say, you know, you have a promotion that you're offering someone. Right. Somebody says, someone comes into your office and says, hey, I would like to apply for that, that uh, promotion. And they don't get it. Does it make them look any worse in your eyes than they did before? And the answer will be no, because it looks like they're taking initiative. They're asking and they're saying, this is what I want, right. rather than just kind of, eh, I'll see what happens. Right. So they can sort of chart where that ma manager, employer, leader is going to go after that. Mm -hmm. So please always ask if there's a promotion, a transfer or a job that you want, a raise, go and ask for it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, and I feel like that is so key there. And a lot of times people, and even men too, don't want to rock the boat. You know, they don't want to be seen as needy or they don't want to have or the fear of rejection of getting the rejection of saying no and but the thing is though why not why not my question for you Blaine is if you had a young woman sitting in front of you right now and you're coaching them personally and they said to you I'm just too scared to ask for it what would be your advice for them today out there I would honestly tell them that if you're too afraid to ask for the promotion or, or the job to transfer mm -hmm. I would say even if you don't necessarily think you're the best fit, which this is actually statistics. Yeah. More men who know they're not qualified will ask for a job. Right. Uh, versus women. There's statistics to prove that. Mm -hmm. But I would say, you know what? Go and ask for it anyway. And if you don't get it, at least you're on leadership's radar. Absolutely. Now they know, oh, Sandra's kind of interested in that. Well, she's not really ready quite yet but we may have a transfer that involves a promotion in yeah. uh in six to 12 months maybe by then or we could give and her so some on the radar now absolutely and i think one thing important too and i think you'll probably agree with me on this when you go to do it don't be like well you know if you want to give me a promotion you know go in there with confidence know yeah. your worth do your homework and tell them why you would be the best fit for this and why you deserve that raise. Go in there with statistics to prove what you brought to the table and yeah. why you feel like you deserve this. So many times, and I've done this many times myself. I even did this this past week. I was at a, a restaurant and I was like talking timid. It was at a restaurant. I'm catching myself now. And I'm like, what is, what is my problem? Have, uh -oh. you know, like, you know, like, why am I talking like, um, afraid that somebody's going to like hammer down on me in a second. And like, I'm like, I, I am a confident woman. Yeah. Set up straight and look those people in the eye and talk to them. You know, so you have to just know that your value, whether in, let's just take the job, let's just take uh, raises out of it for a second, Blaine. Mm -hmm. You're in a meeting, you're in a business meeting. You have to have that confidence, almost that swag about you, not an arrogant way, but right. in a listen to me, I know what I'm talking about way. And I believe in myself and I want you to believe in me too. So. Well, I mean, you're, you're there at the meeting for mm -hmm. a reason. So, exactly. you know, it, it, you need to kind of, uh, and you need to kind of pick your moments, but you definitely mm -hmm. have to pick moments. You have to. To mm -hmm. voice your concern and to speak up. You do, you do for sure. Well, that is some of the stuff that you're going to cover in your conference, correct? That you have coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell the viewers about this conference? That's one of the topics. What else is going to be going on at that conference? Who's going to be speaking at it? Where is it going to be at? All that fun stuff. Well, there's, there's going to be an all-day conference, and there's three of us. And there's myself, 
to Keisha Bromell and Rachel Albertson and anybody in Middle Tennessee, they've, they've heard all of our names. Mm -hmm. This is the fourth year that we've done this. Wow. And studies have shown, statistics show, mm -hmm. that right. the majority of people who attend workshops, seminars, and conferences are women by about 55%. That's right. And until I heard that statistic, I never really thought much about it. Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, that really is true. And so we are having the Middle Tennessee Women's Conference. It's going to be April the 28th. It goes from 9 until 3. And we're going to be uh, here in Murfreesboro. If you want to get more information on that, you can go to my website and find the link to register there, which is MomentumSeminars.com. But that's one thing that I'm going to be talking about is raise your hand, does it hurt to ask? And then my other session is talking about mentoring. Mm -hmm. choosing a mentor mm -hmm. mentoring other other women yes i had a i had a uh, lady a client of mine i was coaching probably about a year and a half two years ago and she related to me that you know she was kind of not c-suite but she was very high middle leadership and and there was another woman when she would attend some of these meetings the other woman would sort of talk over her because she was like taking, hey, this is my turf. Right. I think there's, you know, and there were like seven or eight people at the table. I think there's room for more than just one woman. Absolutely. And honestly, Megan, there's not enough women mentoring other executive women or women in sales. That's 100%. true. And that was first a, a, a light bulb moment for me was Cheryl Sandberg's Lean In, which came out, I don't know, gosh, like five, six years ago wonderful book lean in and get it you don't have to be a woman i got a lot out of it yeah. but that's one of the things that she discusses is that there's not enough women mentoring other women yes. that needs to change i'm not saying that you can't have a wonderful uh mentor in, in a man but women need to kind of pass on that that tutelage i guess uh is the word but they need to to help other women along Yes, I, I totally agree on that. And I mean, you talked about this the other day. That's why I've kind of done the unstoppable women thing. And in my, there's a lot of angles I'm trying to hit. I'm trying to hit, you know, a, a lot of angles which are coming out. But one of the things are there's enough room for everybody to eat. There's enough seat at our table. We need to be fixing each other's crown, I guess, the meme that goes around all the time. But there's so many women against each other. And it doesn't have to be that way. Like you said, we need to be there for each other. Life is hard enough. You need to like share, share your truth, share your struggles and help each other out. And if you see one down, pull them back up, you know? So I agree. So when you said that the other day, I was like, he's got to be on my podcast. He's got to talk about this and his event coming up. Definitely. So that, that is awesome. So I agree with you on that. So you're going to have a, a full day with all your speakers and they're going to, how can they buy for that again? Can you tell them again how they can do uh, that? Just go to, go to my website, MomentumSeminars.com. Mm -hmm. And just scroll down just a little bit and, and you'll see the link that will take you to the registration button. Awesome. And you can also find some other information there. My book on management, avoiding managerial mistakes, missteps, and misunderstandings, and hopefully out by the conference, see the that. individual team, how fairness wrecked the workplace. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. That sounds politically correct. It's a great no. 
I get but, it. Uh, this is just kind of a prototype, but but yeah, it will be out hopefully the first of April. Every time I think I'm done with it, I'm like, oh no, nope, I gotta add something else. So. Gotta add something else. I get it. I totally understand that completely. Well, Blaine, I appreciate you coming on today and giving us a little bit of insight about what you're going to be speaking about and how you help people. You help women, you do individual coaching as well. So if, that's, if you find something today that you've heard that you're interested in, please reach out to Blaine. He's a, he's a great friend and a great resource to have. So Blaine, thank you so much. And everybody stay tuned for our next podcast coming out. Be sure to like and subscribe. Thank you so much. I'm